Hey warriors, welcome to the Untamed Life podcast where we are breaking free from those chains of the past and rising to lead extraordinary lives. I believe it's time for us to ditch the rules of this world that are keeping us enslaved in the grind, playing from behind, and instead opt into a conscious and strategic upgrade, one that is founded in spiritual principles that can only be accessed through the power of the heart. So if you are craving deeper, more meaningful relationships, vibrant bodies full of life force, true prosperity in all arenas, and a life of adventure, this podcast is for you. My name is Christine Jewell. I'm a high-performance coach and spiritual mentor, and together we will awaken the king or queen you are destined to be so that you can experience the fullness of life that's waiting for you. Let's dive in. Are you addicted to healing? Are you that person out there? By the way, we all do this sometimes, but check in with yourself right now. Are you that person that constantly needs to go back to the well <laughs> to get another dose of healing for the same thing that you said you were already healed from, freed from, moved away from before? So here's the thing. I really want to call something out. I want to call something out in the industry, um, the healing industry, whatever that is, the holistic health, the uh, healing practitioners, and also those of you who have something in your life that you've been wanting to break free from. And maybe that's an addiction of some sort. Maybe that's an alcoholism addiction. Maybe that is a physical pain of abandonment in your past, an emotional pain of abandonment that has taken root in your life and keeps recycling in your relationships. Whatever that thing is from the past that has you know, felt like it's taken you hostage. It has enslaved you for many, many years and you have broken free from it or you've gone through the healing processes. You've tried this modality and you've tried that modality and then you've gone and tried another practitioner perhaps. And maybe you have even brought this to God himself, to, to Jesus, and you have asked for healing. And then what happens you know, I've worked with so many people in my life through all sorts of practices in all sorts of scenarios. And I have seen people, you know, go through an experience, call in their healing, and then walk right back into the old life <laughs> mindlessly that made them sick in the first place. So here's the thing that I want to call out right now is that once you're healed, you're healed, you're restored, but you also have a responsibility, right? And, and this is like so key because I have seen people that are addicted to going from one practitioner to the next, to the next, to the next, constantly needing to fix something that feels broken. And I want to go way deeper than this, but if you have, again, if you have that thing in your life and you have brought it to God, and you have said, I am claiming my healing. Like I am, I'm done the work. I believe it. I receive it. I love it. You know, in, in, in his word, God says to us, if we ask, if you ask with the right heart and the right intention, you will receive it. Here's the thing about receiving it is that even though the healing is instantaneous, the healing is ours for, you know, for having there's still a requirement on our part to get up and walk. I come back to that man at the, at the pool, you know, 
that was seeking for healing for 25 years, seeking for healing in all the wrong places, all the wrong places, right? Was sitting there waiting and waiting and waiting for miraculous healing to come in the New Testament, you guys. And then when Jesus comes and he says, do you want to be healed? The man says, first he starts with all the excuses, right? And then he says, yes, yes, I want to be healed. Jesus says, get up, walk, let's go. And it's really that simple. Now you have to stand up. You have to start to believe that you have left that behind, that you are ready to embark on, lean into your new life. So I just want to say, if you are someone that keeps going back and you need to go revisit certain practices over and over again, healing maintenance, (laughs) or you feel like you keep getting enslaved and you keep having to go back, whatever it is, maybe there's a ritual, there's practices, there's things in your life, there's things you're seeking and you kind of are dabbling in all these things, but you are not integrating the healing into your life. It's possible you might be in this like addictive cycle that thinks like I'm broken. I need to go be healed, be healed, be healed. And you are constantly stepping into the past and trying to get a little experience of relief instead of claiming your healing and then moving forward in the collaboration, co-creation process with the Holy Spirit, right? So a lot of people I see get stuck in this thing where they're like, I'm broken. I'm not, you know, there's something wrong with me. I got to fix this now. I got to fix that. And, And especially, I've seen this a lot in the New Age teachings, a lot in the, you know, holistic health world where you know, there's a lot of energy practices and it's constantly like, oh, well, you need this healing now. Oh, you need this healing and oh, you need this healing. And while there are generational curses and there are ancestral wounds, yes, once we're healed and we're whole and we're restored, we have to start to walk in wholeness. We have to start to walk in the restored mind, the restored body, the restored system of operating. And this is where I think, you know, we sort of go there, but we don't stay there. Okay. So when we come to being totally healed, like it's done, that's it. Especially if we go through Jesus, like Jesus is the one that sets us free, right? Like Jesus came so that we could be freed from bondage, free from the past, free you know, from being enslaved to the mind, enslaved to the addictions of the flesh, freed. And I don't know any other way than to really break free of addictive patterns, whether it's porn, whether it's alcoholism, whether it's overeating, whether it's, you know, gambling, shopping, whatever it is, and sustainably, unless you do it in the spiritual realm. And now that opens up another conversation because if you're doing it through this, the supernatural realm, we have to ask, where am I going to get this healing? Because We have to understand that spirits and entities do have the power to perform miraculous things, but the one who gives life sustainably that we don't have to keep going back to for the same healing, now that's the one that I want in my life. And that is the healing that comes through Christ, through Jesus, through the Lord, our Savior, right? And I'm I'm just going to call this out because I have seen a lot of people experience healing experiences, but they don't stick, right? They're not life-changing forever. They have to keep going back to engage with that entity in rituals and practices in order to like just sort of get back and maintain that, that place 
of, of just superficial like relief. Instead of saying, all right, I'm healed, I'm whole. Now let's go co-create, let's collaborate, let's go out and live out this kingdom life on earth. So I want to come back to, you know, you can focus on strengthening, rebuilding, restoring, renewing, and not always have to be in this addiction to healing one more thing, having one more releasing serum, one more like whatever it is. I mean, you guys, I have done it all. I've seen it. I haven't done it all, but I've seen a lot and done a lot of things. And, you know, one more ritual for the full moon, one more fire ceremony to burn this up, one more ritual to get this thing out of your system, one more energetic cleanse. And, and the reality is once you're cleansed, the purification process, the refinement process happens through the fire of the Holy Spirit. And as long as the Holy Spirit is alive in you, that means you are regularly inviting the Holy Spirit into your mind, your body, your spirit, your atmosphere, your environment, and you are walking with the Holy Spirit. You are walking with that holy fire of cleansing every single day. It's like, it just is happening. It's like the purification happens, like, a, like your liver is constantly detoxifying your body without you having to go and say, okay, I'm here for the purification. It just happens. It's just what you're doing. You're walking in the fire of the spirit. So I want to call this out because the, the beautiful part of this is that we can break our addiction to needing to be restored and healed from something all the time. And instead, we can claim it. We, from a place of being whole, from a place of saying, okay, I've come back to God. I've come back to my original design. I've allowed the Holy Spirit to come in. And now I am walking in faith, creating a new life. And this is huge, 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 guys, because a lot of people, and I want to just call this out again, a lot of people have been very turned off by the church establishment, the dogma of religion, I'm going to call it, because they have been repeatedly told how broken, how terrible, you know, they are. And unless, unless um, you know, they do something. And that is the message that the church, much of the church uh, establishment, okay, because there's two terminologies for the church. The church establishment, meaning the people in power or the dogma that's been passed down, has tried to get people to buy is that, you know, oh my gosh, you're not worthy, you're not worthy, we're, we're not deserving, and we're constantly doing things wrong, and you know, you're, you're sinners, and even though we are, to sin means to be out of alignment, to miss the mark, right? But this, it, these ideas are planted in, and people were literally entrapped in this feeling of guilt and shame and unworthiness and undeservingness. And so what happened is the church establishment, again, I'm being very careful with those words because the church is also considered the body of Christ, the all of the collective people, souls that are united in the Holy Spirit, in the body of Christ. But the church establishment, meaning the physical church that we've seen growing up, the religions out there, the dogmas, the traditions that have enslaved people as well, is not God. It's humans, you know, clasping on 
to a control mechanism to be able to control people to keep them there, right? If you have that following and you can control them through fear and shaming them and guilting them, then that's how people are easily manipulated, easily controlled. They will be in the doing, constantly needing to prove that they're worthy to be able to get in and release their shame. I mean, that's that's the addictive cycle that I'm also talking about. So I just want to put that out there because I know in my own life earlier on for many years, I had a lot of resistance, a lot of resistance to anything to do, um, even with God, to be honest, because I associated God as like what the humans, what people were doing with their abusive power. And I hated that message. Like I just, I remember going to church and I'd walk out feeling worse than I felt went in sometimes. And there was some that I visited and I was like, I felt like I needed a shower when I left there because I felt so dirty, like unworthy. And I was like, oh my gosh, I felt so heavy. I felt like, oh God, what this is awful. I got to get out of here. And that was one of the big reasons why I spun out of, of the church, moved away from my walk with God for a few years and started to dabble for many years in other modalities and rituals and practices, all sorts of things, um, there, a lot of new age things uh, that I didn't realize were rooted in the Luciferian system. But they offered those blissful supernatural experiences that we are actually created for. And I'm so grateful, so grateful that Jesus came, you know, he kind of like plucked me out of there, saved me, thank God, and pursued me like wildfire and showed me what it really means to be whole, to be healed, to be restored and to be walking with the fire of the Holy Spirit in you, leading you, guiding you, like directing your steps, infusing you with life force. And it's a totally different realm than what I had experienced before. And I don't want to put any, you know, certain, you know, denominations out or anything like that. It's anywhere. It's not just the church. It's in any um, situation where there's this ritualistic sort of, you have to do this in order to be healed and over and over again. And someone else is the intercessor between you and God. And like, you can't go right to the source, you know, and you need us and beware, beware, beware. Beware of intercessors, right? The only intercessor we have is Jesus Christ. It's the Holy Spirit. And guess what? You guys all have access to that. I have access to the Holy Spirit. And I always say like, go to the source. (laughs) You know, when people say, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? I'm like, go to the source. Get down on your knees, look up and ask that the truth be revealed to you because I guarantee you it will. I want to get back to, I kind of got off topic, but let's come back to the reality that when we, if we have witnessed that sort of trauma in our life, or we have been controlled by people who abused power to control others, that that is not, that is not of God. That is not of Jesus. That is not of the Holy Spirit. That is none of that. What that is, is humans manipulating and distorting messages for power so that they can continue to control. And we are seeing it today. We're seeing it what's going on in the world over the last, especially the last 18 months, like crazy. You don't need to be a rocket scientist to see the level of manipulation and control that's going on in our world. And it's shocking sometimes to witness how people are so easily manipulated. 
And I'm just going to say this. If you're easily offended, my loves, if you're easily offended, you are easily manipulated. If you are easily scared through, you know, messages and images and you get terrified easily, you are easily controlled. That's why we have to come back to real power, the power of God, not the power of mankind, the power of this world, right? We have to learn to cultivate discernment, discernment in our mind, in our hearts, in our bodies. So here's the thing that power, the power that we experience with the spirit of God, the power that breaks us free from addiction, the power that allows us to forgive when we don't want to forgive or we are finding it difficult, the power that allows us to have the courage, the willpower, the drive, to, to take a step forward when it feels hard. The power that allows us to love when we don't feel like being loving. The power that allows us to have the faith to take the step into the unknown. That is like I call it supernatural because you're like, where did that come from? That power is not ours to hold on to. It's not ours to, to keep but it's ours to give away, right? It's ours as we experience the power of freedom and the power of life and the power of discernment, the power of being able to see beyond the surface. I believe it's our responsibility to empower others. That's why I'm here right now, to empower others to give away that power to show others what is possible when they open the doors to the source of power, which is God, King of Kings, Lord of Lords, the Alpha, the Omega, right? And we allow that power to flow through us and into others. Okay. So I really want to say that when you are, if you are still giving someone else the power over you, whether it's a practitioner, whether it's someone in your relationship, whether it's a modality, whether it's a ritual, and you are going to this external thing, this external intercessor constantly to get your fix, your healing for the moment. I'm going to repeat that again. Your healing for the moment. You cannot sustain that healing whole you know place of operating from when you step away from that thing now that you have become a slave to that thing to that ritual to that modality to that energy healing practice to whatever it is but once we are healed in Christ it's done the healing is done now it's very simple he says get up walk like over and over and over again in the word, we can see once the healing is done, it's done. Like there's none of this like, okay, you need to come back and see me a hundred times for that same healing. Now there's different work that gets to be done, right? There's different work that gets to be done. So once, once we realize I was broken before, I was empty before, I was incomplete before. I was addicted to the ways of the world. I was addicted to chasing money, addicted to alcohol, to numb myself out or drugs or whatever. I was addicted to sex or addicted to whatever the thing is, food, social media, significance, like put it in there. We all have addictions. We all had addictions, okay? In that moment that I am healed, I claim my healing. I am restored. I am whole again. The healing is done. Now I have to live as such and stop focusing on what is broken. See, a lot of people say, well, I've been healed from this, but they keep calling themselves, you know, 
that person that they used to be that they're healed from. If you are healed from it, that you are no longer that in Christ. You are restored. You are whole, right? I'm clean now. I'm clean. I'm whole. I'm restored. And we get to start working on renewing our mind. So the question is here, once you walk away and you know that you just healed, you said, yes, I claim my healing. What do you go and put back into your mind? See, what I've noticed is through coaching a lot of people through my own life, it's like we have to be so ruthless about what we allow to enter the gates of our mind. We are called to renew our mind on a daily basis. Every morning you wake up, you decide what you put into the portal of your mind. What are you going to look at on social media? What are you scrolling through? What kind of news? Do you watch news? What kind of shows are you entertaining, right? To entertain means to engage with and also to allow in. You're literally like a portal. You're entertaining it into your whole system and mentally, emotionally, spiritually. What are you entertaining? What types of conversations are you allowing into your life on a daily basis? Like we get to become ruthless about not going back to the place that made us sick, right? That made us broken in the first place. So we get to renew our mind. And I I say this all the time. You cannot go back to the things that you used to read, watch, you know, take into your mind the same thought, beliefs, patterns, all of it. Like we have to be very intentional at this point about what we're renewing in our minds. We've got to renew our bodies. Now, one of the things you'll hear me say over and over and over again is our bodies are vessels to either become hosts to the divine, to the Holy Spirit, or hostages, okay? I'm going to say that again. Your body is either a host or a hostage, right? At any given moment, and sometimes it can switch like that. It's like the flip, boom. And then all of a sudden, we're like, what happened? I just got, you know, I became a hostage again. We got triggered. We get reactive because your body is hosting and housing spirit, energy, emotions, we have to be diligent and aware. And, and these require a lot of intention and a lot of awareness, but not a lot of physical doing, right? It just takes slowing down, being more intentional, being more aware. So as you're thinking about a renewing of my body, if I'm claiming a physical healing, am I still going back and eating, drinking, you know, taking my body through the same things I used to take my body through before when it was sick? Am I sitting the same? Like, am I moving my body the same ways or not moving my body at all? Like the way you move your body, the way you feed your body, the way you engage your body with everything. Like we have to be aware of that. See, I've seen people, I've actually, well, I used to own a holistic health and wellness studio and I saw people get healed of cancer, even instantaneous miraculous healing. And, you know, sometimes it would shock me to witness some people go back and start eating the way that made them sick in the first place or in toxic relationships that made that that toxicity build up in their body in the first place. Because they're like, oh, look, there's something in their brain that was like, oh, I can, I got freed once. I'll just, you know, I'll just keep going back because I can, I can do that again. It won't kill me. You know, I'm not dead. I'm alive. And, and, and they slip back into smoking or drinking again or eating that stuff or, or engaging again in those toxic relationship cycles that slowly eat away our insides. I mean, that's just emotions are stored in our organs and tissues, right? So 
it, it is shocking. And then there was other people who were like, never again. <laughs> I'm never going back there, right? I am really honoring this vessel. And you would see these people, you know, really making a conscious decision now to either claim their healing and live it out or to say, oh, I got healed, but I'm going to keep going back to the place that made me sick in the first place. And, well, you know, I'll be fine. And, and this, is a, this is a choice. This is a choice, my loves. We have to renew our heart, our body, our mind, our spirit. And I really want to tap into this renewing our heart and our spirit because, you know, what we give our heart to what we give our spirit to owns our soul. Like that's just the way it is, owns us, you know? And so this is another thing that really shocks me is, is like if I'm claimed the healing from that addiction, even, you know, I'm thinking of, you know, a past life. Like I had a lot of abandonment in my life in the past. You know, I struggled with this for years. I was in toxic cycles in my relationships. I felt very unsafe. Um, I was a lone wolf in much of everything I did. I just did not trust anyone, you know, and I just felt very like my nervous system was on high alert all the time. And once I decided to claim my healing from abandonment and really, really go into the place of receiving my healing, I renewed, I made a commitment to renew my spirit every day. And that meant that I spent the time in prayer. I spent the time talking with God, with the Holy Spirit. I spent time getting to know the Spirit of God. I spent time with God in His presence so I could feel what it felt like to be in relationship from a place of wholeness, right? When you get to spend time with the Spirit and you learn to enjoy time on your own without feeling devastated that you're alone, but you actually feel his presence and you just start to get to know yourself on a whole other level. Like the inner woman, the inner man inside is revealed. That person that you were hiding from, the person that you were running from, that you were so scared to hang out with because that person was riddled with pain and would say all these nasty things. You know, that person is gone and now a new version of you the real version of you is restored and you start to get to know this this beautiful woman this incredible man that was hiding out in there never to be seen before and now you get to know her and understand her more and like I got to really like I started to date myself I started to take myself on trips and dinners and really just have fun and play and experience a relationship with myself I had never had before so I just, you know, I want to, I wanted to put this out there because it's so key that we spend time, we invest time. If we are really going to claim our healing, we have got to, in order for it to integrate, we have to spend time renewing our spirit and, and, and walking in, feeling this presence of wholeness, this feeling of, you know, walking with the spirit, what restored. And to me, that can only come by, you know, being in connection, prayer, com prayer is conversation with God. Prayer is cultivating intimacy, right? And, and asking on a daily basis. Here's another piece is asking for what is required in order to integrate that, right? Um, 
And again, I'm going to go back to, you know, the healings, the miraculous instantaneous healings that we read about. I mean, this isn't just biblical. Like we see this in, in the real world. You know, if somebody's learning to walk again, you know, they've, they've told like, I'm never going to be able to walk again. And then they're, they're able to walk again or someone's healed. Like it's foreign sometimes to do the new things. It's foreign to learn to walk again. It's foreign to learn to use your legs in new ways. It feels foreign. And so what happens a lot of times where people break their healing and run back to the past is they're like, well, that feels weird. That's new. I don't know how to do it. So I run back to what I knew in the past. And this is where you, part of renewing your spirit is asking the Lord, asking the spirit of God, asking Jesus to bring you what's required right now. I know for me, you know, I have to ask for a lot of patience, um, a lot of patience, a lot of forgiveness, a lot of courage, a lot of faith, right? I needed to really lean on him, lean on asking for what was required. You may be working through a, you know, and, and I, even the willpower, the willpower to not go back is something you can pray for. One of the things I pray for a lot is the desire for the new to be stronger than the desire for the old, right? If someone here is listening and you have, you are breaking an addiction, you have broken, you received healing from a food, um, you know, eating disorders or alcoholism or anything. And I want to tell you, like, sometimes when we get tired and we haven't been spending time renewing our mind and we haven't been spending time renewing our body and we haven't been giving God the time to renew our spirit, it's so easy to be tempted to go back to the old ways, the old familiar ways that are familiar to the nervous system, familiar to our surroundings, whatever, right? We have to change our environment, our atmosphere. But when you're tired, it's easy for the ways of the world to come get you, right? It's easy to be tempted to go, well, just this one time, or, you know, it won't make a difference just this once. And it's that one time that kills you, right? That one time you go back and you make that mistake. So this is where most fail. It's not because they are still needing healing. It's because they're not integrating their healing. So they keep injuring themselves over and over again. So they have to keep going back to get quote unquote fixed and they're always in the cycle. You're always in the cycle of needing fixing. But what if you decided there's nothing that is broken anymore, right? If you have broken a leg, <laughs> if you broke a leg and you decide, you know, that you, the doctor says to you, okay, you know what? Like cast is on, you got to rest. We've got to restore these bones. And you're like, no, you know, I think I'm just going to go out and push it. I'm going to go out and push it. You rest for a few days. You rest for a week. And then instead of resting for six weeks, you just start pushing and pushing. You're going to cause so much damage to that injury, right? It's going to create a ripple effect. So this, you got to choose to believe the leg is healed. Now I have to do the integration work, Right? You've got to take care of your body accordingly, right? You've got to take care of your mind accordingly if you want the sustainable restoration to take place. Otherwise, you have a chance to get that thing broken again, right? To get sick again, to go back to the, the cycle of the past, the addictive cycle. And I cannot stress enough 
that all the tactics and all the strategies in the world, in the world to fix the problem momentarily, right, will not be sustainable if you don't go in and do this at a spiritual level. I have just witnessed way too many people gain and lose the same 30 pounds, start and stop drinking over and over again, and one toxic relationship jump back into another. Like, that was my life, you know? And I've seen way too many people struggle with this destructive cycle over and over again. They're fighting the same demons year in and year out because they keep inviting those demons back in, back into the portal of their mind. You have received the healing, but if you keep opening the door to the same demons, like you are giving a red or a green flag, a green light for them to come in. And you can't be blaming, we cannot be blaming anyone else by ourselves. There is a reality in what I just said about same demons, different year. Same demons 20 years later, because you keep opening the door, you keep giving them the green light. And it's very clear that we have the territory of our mind, our hearts, our bodies, our spirit, and we are choosing every day who gets the territory of our mind, our body, our spirit. And if you don't be intentional about this, if we're not intentional about this, it will get chosen for us. And it will not be the one that we want that gives life, right? You have to be intentional about choosing life. You have to be intentional about walking in faith in life every day. There's just, we live in a world that is life-sucking most of the time, energy draining, right? People are always running out of money. They're running out of time. They're running out of energy. They're running out of love. They're running, running out. Like that is the operating system of this worldly reality for so many people. Temptation will come if you live in this world, my loves. Temptation will come as long as you are on earth, you're going to be presented with temptation. That doesn't mean you're not healed from the thing of the past, right? That just means you are given an opportunity, a devotional checkpoint right now to check in. You can be in the world, but not of the world. So when you're tempted with those things of the world, which is Lucifer's playground, right? He comes, he is the king of this world, right? The darkness is the king of this world. There's a lot of beauty in this world. There's so much richness and joy and prosperity in this world. But I really believe that that level of prosperity and abundance and peace and freedom is available to us who are in this world, but not operating from the principles of this world. We're operating by heavenly principles, by supernatural principles, right? Back to the original design. So the only way you can stay connected to that supernatural heavenly realm that is of another world is to have anchors there every day. If you don't have an anchor, you will get tossed around like a ship at sea. You'll be constantly running back to things that you used to know that are so wrong for you. You'll constantly be dancing with temptation and giving in if you don't have daily anchors to renew your mind, your spirit, your heart. So right now, you know, I'm going to invite you again. I'm going to ask you, I asked you in a previous episode, what am I building my house on? Am I building my house on solid sand? Of course, now there's a guy outside. <laughs> I'm going to let that pass. 
so right now as we are wrapping up a little bit somebody cutting the grass outside so right now as we're wrapping up a little bit um thinking about in a previous episode i asked you guys are we building our house our our physical house our emotional house our spiritual house on solid rock or sand are we building our lives today our families our homes our businesses on solid rock or are you building it on sand and if you have something in your life that you have been asking to be set free from and you want to experience a totally different life then i invite you to claim your healing your that your chains be broken in this moment right here right now and that you claim it in the name of jesus that you are restored that you are whole and that you are no longer living by the standards of the past you are no longer enslaved to the past this is a supernatural game my friends where was their bondage in your life break it we break it right now right and we get to stop focusing on the chains. We get to stop focusing on the bondage. We get to stop focusing on the problem, on what was on the past. And we get to get anchored and grounded right now and focus on what we're running towards, what we are creating. And we get to start shifting into a place and a space where we start cultivating, cultivating a relationship that restores, renews, rebuilds, pours life into us, a relationship with God, a relationship with your inner man, inner woman, right? That's been hiding in there. We're going to really start to cultivate a new relationship. And part of that is a daily practice daily practice of developing these anchors where we come back, we shift our gaze, we fix our eyes. I mean, I believe we fix our eyes on Jesus. We fix our eyes on life. We fix our eyes on hope, on prosperity, on freedom, on peace. And we move forward from this place of wholeness, not from a place that we're trying to run away from the past. We're running towards my friends. So today I will leave you with that. What are you running towards? You have already broken free. Let's stop talking about what's back there. What is so hard? What is so difficult? Start focusing on what you're gaining, what you're moving towards. So today I celebrate you. I celebrate what you're moving towards. Thank you for being here. And uh, as always, So today, I celebrate you for being here. I celebrate you for what you are creating, for what you are restoring, rebuilding. You guys, if you like this episode, I would so love if you would share it with a friend. If you haven't subscribed already, please make sure you do that. And ultimately, you know, I want to always want to leave you with a thought. I love to use the word. The word is the sword of the spirit. Um, the word, the sword of the spirit is the word of God. And I had so much resistance to the word for so many years, but I will tell you that there, it just like resonates at such a high frequency. It is resonates as truth in your body. When you start, start to speak it, there's a whole new level of life that flows through you. So today, I just want to leave you with something simple, which is John 10, 10, which reminds us that the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. 
but I have come so that you may have life. So I choose life every day. Life, 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 life in my body, life in my relationships, life in my business, life all the way around. There is so much life available to us. And here's the beautiful thing. Once we infuse our own bodies with life, our spirit with life, it is our job. It is our role to bring that life to other people. It's such a beautiful thing because as you raise up, if, as you arise and you unlock these dormant gifts inside of you and you unlock new levels of life, you are actually becoming a life giver yourself. Thanks again for joining me in today's episode. It is my intention to bring you valuable, heart-shifting content every time that will upgrade your life. If you're a new listener, make sure you follow the podcast so you can stay up to date as future episodes roll out. And I invite you to head on over and join my free community, Warriors of the Heart on Facebook. In there, you'll find bonus trainings, a game-changing assessment tool, and exclusive member-only offers. Until next time, Warriors, here's to loving fiercely and leading courageously in the untamed life, the only life worth living.